This is Jason David Frank, and you're listening to the Temple of Geek. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, episode 19, for the week of June 6, 2015. I am your host, Daniel, and I'm going to start this week's episode by bringing you the news from This Week in Geek. On Sunday, May 31st, Temple of Geek was at the Dallas Comic Con in full coverage mode as press. We were able to snag an interview from the one and only Jason David Frank. That's right, Tog fans, the Green Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We also got to speak to the awesome Ricky Lakoti, better known to her fans as Riddle, and local Austin artist Keely Raka. Check out our coverage on our site, templeofgeek.com. This year was absolutely amazing, and I look forward to next year. Okay, you people sit tight, hold the fort, and keep the home fires burning. And if we're not back by dawn, call the president. Wait, what? You remember the movie Big Trouble in Little China. The John Carpenter classic from the 80s is set to get a remake. On Monday, it was announced that Dwayne Johnson, better known as The Rock, would be playing Jack Burton in the remake. The writers for X-Men First Class are developing this new script. It's gonna take Cracker Jack timing, Wang. Total concentration. You ready, Jack? I was born ready. Get ready to charge up your Mega Blaster. Capcom's iconic video game franchise Mega Man is set to get a 26-episode animated series. This new series is being created by Dentsu Entertainment USA. Yuchi Kinoshida states, quote, We are very excited about the opportunity to introduce an all-new Mega Man to loyal fans and kids. Having a celebrated character from Japan reimagined by Man of Action is the ideal project for Dentsu Entertainment USA. The series has a target air date of 2017, which will coincide with the franchise's 30th anniversary. On Saturday, June 6, Temple of Geek decided to hunt down David Felding at the HeroCon in Austin. We had a great time interviewing and having lunch with him. While at the con, we met local artist Danielle Deverona, who was an absolute delight. Her art was amazing, and we even conned her into appearing on a future episode of the Toddcast. You can check out our coverage on templeofgeek.com. Also, check out Miss Deverona on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash darkredheart. It's me, Mario. The house that Mario built, Nintendo, is secretly finishing up on their new system, dubbed the NX. We are hoping that this new device will make an appearance at this year's E3 to start to clear up some of the rumors that have been floating around. Satoru Iwata confused players even more when he stated that this is a new concept, not just a simple replacement for the 3DS or Wii U. We want answers, Reggie! Well, this brings me to this week's topic. Will Nintendo be on top again with its new console? Joining me from the Temple of Geek to discuss this question is Stacy, Marcus, and Vincent. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Nintendo, what do you think about this new system? Do you think it has a possibility of beating out PlayStation 4 and Xbox One? Let the bashing begin. Nintendo answer. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, mean, we're all going to give this a unanimous no, right? (laughs) Yes. Correct. All right. Uh, so, each, uh, each, each with our own nuance. <laughs> right. So, I mean, like, I, I don't think that that 
I mean, I mean, even if we were to come up with some brand new console that was like you know the greatest thing ever, I, I, I don't, I don't see it as can this console be like on top? Can it be the best one? I just see, you know, can it hold up with the heavy hitters right now? And and I think, let's just say, in Marcus's perfect world, <laughs> if uh, if Nintendo were to make changes that I wanted. They would be they they'd come out with this NX with like a beastly graphic system, and you know they would start making their games look pretty, <laughs> and that's just sort of where I'm at with Nintendo. I like your superficial take on this, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I you know honestly I've been a, a Nintendo fanboy. Uh, and I think the Nintendo fanboys are the best. And I think that's kind of the point of being a fanboy. Because I think we're the quietest of all of the fanboys. We're the <laughs> most like, you know what? Who cares? You know, I don't care. You know, PS4, Xbox, whatever. But Mario Kart forever. Exactly. It's like, just, I'm going to get my Mario Kart. Eventually, I'm going to get my Metroid. Eventually, I'm going to get my, my Link. And eventually, I'm going to get my other six different Mario franchises. So, um... But this is the thing, or the issue that I have with a new Nintendo console. I think it's too late in the game to kind of throw your lot in. I don't think that, that there's another big player that I don't think the Steam machine is going to do, could compete specifically with those two. I don't think, I don't think that Nintendo's going to be able to. They have to, whatever they create is going to have to do whatever PS4 and Xbox does and innovate that. It's going to have to go in a different direction. They're going to have to do something because I don't, the one thing that Nintendo's really known for is is gameplay above and beyond gameplay above and beyond whatever's on the screen. It's like the graphics have always been second to you know the experience, and and I think that that has served them well. You know, um, I am I'm of the mindset that the prettier the game is isn't necessarily the better. I think that the what's that what's the game on PlayStation the the exclusive or maybe it's Xbox the one that's the Steampunk 1800s game. Oh, uh, Order. Order. 1866 or whatever. Yeah. Order of, I'm not ordering it. I'm not playing that game because it plays itself. It's like a beautiful looking game that plays itself. Or Rome that plays itself, you know, just because it looks good. I mean, that's, you know, if you want to look at a game that, that I'm going to go out on a limb because they've earned it and say looks fantastic is, is a for sure buy is the Fallout game fallout 4 i'm gonna buy it uh it looks great it, it if it plays anything like fallout 3 then it's you know a for sure winner in my opinion but you know nintendo's never done that so i think if they're going to even be successful they they're gonna have to do what ps4 and and uh, xbox one does and and then innovate on top of that vincent what about you i I agree with Stacy that Nintendo does need to go a different direction, but as far as like it being a console, I I think that they're going to fall flat like what they did with the Wii U. Um I feel that Nintendo is really kicking butt in the handheld uh division of gaming like with the 3DS. <clears throat> yeah, they are practically dominating yeah. that. I don't think anybody comes right. close really. Like, I think the closest competitor was the PS Vita or whatever that thing was called, and that, like, completely was crapped on. Um, I, I just think Nintendo needs to get away from 
the consoles because they've Nintendo has a tendency of being very family oriented when it comes with games. Um because <clears throat> you know, you have your links, your Mario's, your Donkey Kongs, all those are like, you know, not edgy. And I think that's where Nintendo has kind of fallen. Well, I, I I think the reason why Nintendo has that that family oriented death mark against them is because there's no third party developers that want to develop for the system, so they have to rely on their first party games. But isn't and that's what that gives Nintendo's them that death mark. Fault? Isn't that Nintendo's fault though? Like, didn't they make? I mean, I'm not saying that they necessarily made it harder for third party, but I don't think they welcomed it. Like, yeah, I, like I agree. Yeah, like, it really surprised me. Oh, well, I was going to say, like, it, it surprised me back when the GameCube came out that they actually put Resident Evil 6 on there. Or yeah. 4 or whatever number. Like, yeah, that totally blew my mind. I was like, this isn't usually, like, Nintendo's forte. Like, these kinds of games don't play well with Nintendo. It, in my but opinion, I, I think <clears throat> that the the GameCube may have been the last console that they've come out with that had original ti- or like uh, titles that were on other consoles that I actually would have purchased first on the on the GameCube. Like the and and I and I go back to this game because I think it's it's underrated uh but Bounty Hunter was a game that was on all the consoles, but I bought it for uh, the GameCube and it you know it was comparable and it was a it was a great it's a great game. Uh but I think that's the last one that's the last console that Nintendo put out that had, you know, original games that the first thing that I thought of is if, if this comes out, I'm buying it on the GameCube. Now it's, it's not a question. You know, if, if anything comes out on the Wii U and it's on the other two systems, I'm not even going in that section of the store. I'm going to go to the PlayStation or something else. So. I definitely, well, with the, go ahead. I was going to say, I definitely have to agree because like, um, yeah, I do want it to look pretty and everything, but, um, I think that that's definitely the main thing and why people tend to think that, like, Nintendo's sort of like a niche is because, like, say, uh, take a look at, um, uh, what was that game, The Last of Us. We'll never yeah. get a game like The Last of Us on Nintendo, although we did get, um, what was it, like, Dead Space, which was kind of cool, but granted... Um, it was an afterthought, though. Yeah, for me, it's kind of like if I'm gonna pick up like a shooter or or something like that, it, it's I've kind of played on a regular controller. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, and that's that's the thing that people don't understand about the Wii U. The, the Wii U does have a regular controller. Um, of course, you have to buy it separately. Right. It's not its it, main peripheral, though. But I, I feel that if the Wii U was the system that came out when the Wii came out. I think Nintendo would have had a fighting chance yeah. in this market. We would have had third-party developers developing for that system. Um, I, I just because I it had the controller, it had everything it needed to to compete with the other two systems. But it's I'm, I'm afraid with especially with the announcement of Nintendo getting ready to start releasing some of their games on the mobile market. I'm afraid that we might be seeing Nintendo go the way of Sega, as in like that just was, a developer. Wow. Yeah, strictly a developer and just do away with the hardware business. Now, will that happen? Probably not anytime soon, but in the foreseeable future, if this new system does not do well, I it, it's bound to happen. I mean, it's I mean, what else can Nintendo do to stay afloat? Yeah. Honestly, I don't think Nintendo is hurting enough to where they could 
you know, honestly care about them going under for releasing a bad system. This the the Wii U has been out now for three years, and they just now turned a profit on that. Just now started turning a profit. That may make yeah. them think twice about it. Well, well I mean, I they're mean, obviously coming out with another one. But. It was I mean, it, the Wii U was the same console. It right. was the same console, just a little bit beefier. And like, I don't know, I don't know about y'all, but that's not a reason for me to buy it. Like, I mean, I'm still going to get the same games. I bought it. I I enjoy it um, for what it is. I have the exclusives on it. Everything but Smash Brothers because that's just a stupid game. But <laughs> Whoa! I, I know. You. I was waiting wait for. I was waiting for the response. That's. It. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I feel like if there's one game in their favor right now, <laughs> <laughs> really, Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. Mario Kart, yeah. yeah, and I have. I got Mario Kart, um, and and I think for for kids, you know, Mario Party. Or for a drinking game, but um, <laughs> you lose friends on Mario Party. Yeah, no. I, oh I, yeah. I started hating Marcus. <laughs> oh yeah. That Mario Party is like Nintendo's version of Monopoly, and you just want to flip the board at the end. You do, especially <laughs> you, you can come back like in the very last game. You can come back and win it. And I'm just like, forget this game. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like shooting the magic eight ball, and you know, and getting you know, 150 points in your last turn. It's just not fair. But um, I've I've enjoyed. I actually, and I think this is this hurts me more than it helps me because I can't be as objective about the Wii U. But I am a huge fan of the uh, online uh, of their their Nintendo Store and buying the old games and the nostalgia factor. So, yes. and I think that makes it harder for me to look at it objectively and see if the Wii U is like worth a damn. But because of that, you know, I can I can look at it and say, you know, I can get some enjoyment of it, and I think a large contingency of people still are holding on. But if their next system doesn't innovate, it doesn't get those third party developers, or or I'm I think it can be successful if it has a link game and then a a Metroid game, if it sticks with the formula and has a good version of each one of those, again, I think that it will be successful. But it needs to bring, like, when I mean successful, I mean successful like the Wii U was. Four years from now, it'll turn a profit. You know, it, will, it won't be on top. It'll be the third, uh, third system at best. If you had your rathers, what would you like to see in the system? Vince? <laughs> I didn't know who you were talking to. Um, honestly, I just I want to see edgier games, uh, the same kind of gameplay we get from the other games, and maybe I don't know. I, I kind of like the idea of them actually doing a console to mobile device, and, and not like the Wii U where you can only go so far. Like you can actually take this with you somewhere with a link cable. What? Mm. No, I mean like, like if <laughs> old, you're old, in the car. Old Game Boy reference, where you actually had to link your Game Boy to another Game Boy. Yeah, Nothing. Nobody. Oh. This is like I don't remember. I, I have the link. Like I, I was know what just you're talking born. About. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean I, I didn't I, have I enough have friends a... to use a link cable. I know I owned a link cable, but I had no friends. I have a closet <laughs> full of this equipment. I know what you're talking about. I know. Yeah, and you're <laughs> over there in the peanut gallery being quiet. Oh, you speak up. You know what I'm 
Yeah, I mean, with this new system, I want to see more of the first-party games because that's what draws me to Nintendo. But I do want to see some more third-party support to at least make sure that the system does stay afloat. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, other than that, it's like y'all said, I mean, it's up to Nintendo for that third-party support. They need to make the system easy to program for, and they have to make it to where it's, you know, people want to purchase it. They have to make it, you know, like Marcus said, he wants a controller. So, I mean, they have to do things like that instead of trying to be creative with motion controls and things like that. Yeah, it's fun. It's a niche, but... I mean, you, we, I mean, you can take a look at the Kinect, too. <laughs> the Kinect was supposed to be, like, the, the biggest worst. thing, and, you know, it's like... Nobody cares about that. At the end of the day, they want to play Call of Duty with a controller. Gamers, <laughs> that's the thing. Gamers, by and large, it's it's a cool gimmick, but gimmicks are gimmicks might sell it, but you know, initially, but eventually the word's going to get around that it sucks to play Fable with your hands. So, <laughs> you know, you're going to you're going to want a controller and and that was one of the things the the best controller that I think I've ever used was was probably it was either the GameCube controller. It's probably the GameCube controller. It was probably the best controller I think I've ever used. Where I really felt, you know, the, even the N64 controller was pretty good. The Nintendo used to be known for having good controllers, the best controllers, the best controllers. and they haven't had a good controller. Uh, you know, the the Wii and the Wii U do not count. So uh, <laughs> if they come out with a with a good controller and and games that are fun, I, it'll be it'll be you know up there in the pack again. And, and it needs to be the focus. Like, yeah, yeah. It can't exactly. be like a Wii U sold with the motion things. It needs to be like games were designed to be played with a controller. Yeah. And then the motion things can still be there, just you know, not the on the forefront. Yeah. You ever try to play Final Fantasy on your touchscreen phone? It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, Miyamoto. If you're going to design this thing, please, you know, start with the controller. Start so with the controller. Will, yeah. Please. We need it. I guess that's going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. I want to thank Marcus, Stacy, and Vincent for joining me on this week's discussion. Stay tuned for the TempleofGeek.com for your next all new episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the TempleofGeek.com, your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.